Welcome to Fun Conversations with Hot Cedars podcast. If you like listening to Abraham Hicks videos on YouTube, you'll enjoy knowing what happened with the Hot Cedars and discover what is their perspective now. Be part of these high-frequency conversations that will help you master the art of allowing and create the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host, Genevieve Young. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to this fun conversation with Hot Seaters. Today, I will be talking about worthiness. So we did speak on that uh, topic since last week, and today is the last day that we'll be talking about self-appreciation, uh, self-worth, and uh, I will do so with Scott Melky. So let me introduce Scott right now. Hello, Scott. Good Thank morning. Thank you for being there. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So I like to ask, yes, so I like to ask like the same two questions to all my guests. So the questions are, when and how have you discovered Abraham and how many times have you been in the hot seat? Sure. So I uh, first discovered Abraham through an unsolicited uh, email that I got for a teleclass. And the teacher kept talking about Abraham and saying Abraham all the time that Abraham says this and Abraham says that. And <laughs> I was curious. I didn't know who Abraham was. And so I did a little searching on my own and found them and really resonated with them. About six months after that, I went to my first workshop in Sedona back in 2003. Um, I, wow. As I said, I'm not 100% sure how many times I've been in the hot seat. My, my record, if you will, is every workshop I've been to, I've been in the hot seat. So I would be guessing, I would say maybe 25 times. I don't know. That, that's a guess on my part, but um, yeah. it's been plenty of times. Wow. So almost 18 years listening to the teachings of Abraham, would right. you say there's like a before and after? Do you Have you seen like a big shift into your life? Uh, certainly, I think that before I found Abraham, I was uh, looking at other authors and studying other authors of the same general genre. But to me, Abraham has become my go-to, my, um, my backup, my go-to all the time that their message just yeah. is so consistent and so, um, so resonating. Um, yeah. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say predictable because it is what they're, what they say is very easy to follow and they almost say, they say the same thing every time. So it's easy yeah. to follow that. You're so right about that. Yeah. So I've chosen uh, to talk about one of your hot seats um, okay. about relationships. So at that time, you were, well, you were asking a question to Abraham about someone that you loved, but that person didn't have the same feelings for you. So do you right. remember uh, how you felt at that time? And what, what was your question exactly to Abraham? Uh, so my question, I, from my best recollection, was about unrequited love, basically. If I have feelings for someone... Uh, what is what is my role in trying to make that be different? And um, yeah. anytime I have a okay. conversation with Abraham, it's just like sitting up, it's having a conversation with an old friend. So it's it's always very comfortable. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I could tell that too. So let's listen to the first segment that I choose, and then okay. I'll have like some questions to ask you about that. All right? Sure. Okay. Oops, let me, okay. In the beginning, it's easier. In the beginning, it's easier to change the subject altogether. But that's easier said than done because something about this person is active in lots of ways with what matters to you. And we want to say to you, the calibration between the two of you is not that far off. It's just that he doesn't like you. <laughs> that's not what it is. That's not what it is. It's that things that he doesn't like about himself are the same things that you don't like about yourself. And they're active in both of you. And they are acting as aversion points. Mm. Good to know. Even in your dislike of each other, law of attraction is working. <laughs> you see? And so... It's easier said than done, but we would encourage you to always just step back to the basis of what you know and decide that you're going to calibrate. Esther had an experience in the last few days that just knocked her over because what someone thought wasn't what she thought and it was about her. And how could that possibly be? How could that possibly be? How could you not think the same thing that I think about me? How could you not? How could you not? The first reaction when something like that happens is sadness, then some anger, then some resentment. Just gets worse and worse. You can die over it. Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> Self-blame is kind of my path that yeah. I take and yeah. I don't like it. You can deprive yourself of life force itself over that. After a little while though, because you know what you know and you felt how you felt and you know who you really are. Then you ask yourself the question. So Esther sat to write her segment intending. That's where she calibrates. And she just asked herself the question because she felt resentful and she felt picked on. Most of all, she felt misunderstood, misunderstood. And then she thought, wait a minute. Just wait a minute. Really? I've been calibrating for months in my book. Look at my world. I'm going to let that be the basis of this stupid stuff? And so then she just asked herself right out loud, Esther, which do you feel more, resentment or blessed? <laughs> no contest. B-L-E-S-S-E-D Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point Underline, underline, underline Circle, 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 circle Which do you feel more? Resentment or love? <laughs> oh, these are easy questions Love, love who am I? How do I feel? What do I choose to feel? What do I calibrate to? Really? Am I going to calibrate to who I am or to who somebody who doesn't know who I am thinks I am? You got that choice all day, every day, all day, every day.
Mm, yeah, interesting. So I would like to ask you, do you remember what you did after, like, with that person? Did you try to calibrate to your own self? Uh, did you do kind of this uh, process that Abraham was uh, telling you about? So what I did was to really kind of reflect on my relationship with this person. And and it has gotten better. I mean, if from my, from my perspective, it's gotten better. And I think the, the main thing that I can reflect on is the fact that if we do something other than minding our own business, we're going to be in a world of hurt. Mm. If we are focused on somebody else's behaviors or thoughts, um, that it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause us distress and com discomfort. And so to me, it was really about minding my own business and recognizing I've got to do this, this part of it, this calibration part of it on my own, and I can't worry about what other people are thinking about or saying or doing. Mm -hmm. So that's where I was leading, like thinking about detaching ourselves from the other's opinion and what they think about us. Right. So th this is something you would say that would keep us aligned or keep us, uh, you know, calibrated to our own uh, energy. So we really need to be detached from the others. Yeah. And like Abraham says, Often, as long as you worry about what somebody else is thinking, you're screwed. You're there's really mm -hmm. there's really no way to consider yourself in a positive light if you're worried about what they're thinking and what someone else is thinking, because they're all going to be different, and you can't stand in your head in enough ways to be able to make everybody happy. Exactly. I was also thinking that you know sometimes uh, Abraham talks about that too that. Uh, we would have a reflection of thinking uh, if that person would be a little bit different, you know, <laughs> sure, I would course. probably, yeah. And so I think we also think the same thing about ourselves. you know, maybe if I would be a little bit different, I could earn the love of the other. Do you agree right. with that? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think... And as much as we ask other people to stand on their head uh, to make us happy, we ask ourselves to make all these changes to an already perfect person. And then it only gets more difficult because it isn't what you're lined up with. You're, you're not in alignment mm -hmm. when you're doing that. Exactly. And just to do like the association with worthiness, I think that this is um, kind of a pattern that we have integrated that if I do something that makes me lovable or makes me a good person towards the other's eyes. Well, then I'm going to gain some value. You know, I'm going to gain. I like to talk about human value. Like if, you know, that that was right. worthiness. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so. Yes, go ahead, please. I was just going to say that, um, you know, Abraham talks about the only reason we ever want anything is because of how we think we'll feel when we have it. And so if whether that's a person or a, or a destination or an amount of money or a new car, if we put our, if we kind of hitch our wagon to that, it's always going to create difficulty for us. Yes, exactly. So to, we're always looking to feel good. That's what we're looking for. Always. So that's all we need to remember. 
<laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so on this um, point, I would like to go to the part two of the discussion you had, and then I will ask you questions also on that. Okay. After a little while, you'll be so good at calibrating to who you are that you won't be jumping through any hoops for anybody because you've been trying to get them to love you. And you know what? You can't be good enough to them to keep them loving you. You can't do enough to keep them loving you because they got to be tuned to love before they can love you. Can you control that? And does it have anything to do with you? It doesn't have anything to do with me. Oh, what a relief. What a relief. It doesn't have anything to do with me. So now I can just tune in and love them. How clean is that? How frisky is that? How good feeling is that? How brilliant is that? How easy is that? Well, sometimes not as easy as I'd like it to be, though. <laughs> <laughs> because, there, because of the momentum I have practiced about the resentment and about... But the... now we got a pretty good run going, so don't start that. Okay. <laughs> because that's a calibration to something else. And you're human and you're right. That's real, too. But it's like there's good stuff on the buffet and there's stuff that tastes terrible on the buffet. Your choice. <laughs> Your choice. And a lot of you eat the stuff that doesn't taste good because you want to be humble <laughs> and sacrificial and uh, obedient and eventually that leads you straight to the cellar of resentment so just be nice to yourself you're nice to yourself in many ways just don't let your misunderstanding of their misunderstanding mess this up it's all a misunderstanding it's all a misunderstanding that's what you keep doing you let other people who it's not their job to understand you and they couldn't if they wanted to because you're complex you want them to understand you and when they don't now you've lost your way really hmm interesting so what I like about this segment is you know when you come in and you're trying to justify you know yes but I still feel you know and this is something that we tend to do a lot, you know, trying to, to, because of this misunderstanding and because we want people to understand what we mean, what we're doing, what we're saying, we're trying to justify ourselves too much, but sometimes it's not helping us doing this. Yeah. I, I don't know if it ever helps us because we, we twist ourselves into so many knots trying to be understood. And all it does is create distress and discomfort within us, which is obviously the signal that we're not in alignment. And so, yeah, we, we do that a lot to ourselves for sure. Yeah. And do you have any uh, concrete tips or things that you do after 18 years of being in, you know, around the teachings of Abraham that uh, maybe you've created for your own self that you could share to help others maintaining, you know, their alignment i don't know if, if i don't know if i have any like tips or tricks but i think it's really just about maintaining your own alignment um through meditation is certainly a powerful mm -hmm. uh tool that abraham talks about all the time and having a good self-conversation uh we've we've got that voice going on in our head all the time that has a commentary about everything 
and really figuring out how much do I want to pay attention to that? Um, mm. Is it something that, that matters? Is it something that worth is worth paying attention to? Do I really want to, um, to listen to that voice and, and make it real for me? So those are the things yeah. that I do on a, on a regular basis just to make myself feel better. Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes we try to analyze too much, like what's happening and what can I do? Like if it's wrong to have like an um, uncomfortable feeling, you know, because we always want to be feeling good. And uh, so I wonder if there's anything you've learned besides meditation. For sure, I know this works very good for me too. But if you're like in the middle of the day with, you know, in the action of your of your day and something happens, uh, is there anything that you do to just, you know, soothe yourself or try to bring back yourself to that uh, much better feeling? Well, my, my, the game that I play with myself is finding something to appreciate that really um, even, and it doesn't have to be big. It just has to be something that's off the topic and find something to appreciate. And that will help bring me back into alignment when I'm feeling off about something. So I have to get myself off the subject of whatever it is. And then I go to appreciation. Um, and Abraham talks about that a lot, that really the Ab appreciation and love are the same vibration. And so it allows us to um, put ourselves in a position where we want to be. Yes, exactly. To tune in to love. <laughs> That's what we exactly. want. And and then, as Abraham said, in one of the segments, you can then offer love, you know. So if you're not tuned in to love, you cannot offer love to the others. Right. You can't give away what you don't have. And so you have to be able to tune into that in order to reflect that back to anybody and as well as to yourself. Exactly. And there's another thing that I found very interesting in the first segment that we listened to is okay. uh, when when um, you when Abraham said, you know, even law of attraction even works when, uh, you know, to attract yourself on some unwanting things, you know, or on your dislike that that's I right. think that's the word uh, they, they choose. Um, mm -hmm. So that was also interesting to see that that person that was not liking you was vibrating the same things that were already within yourself. And right. so you were moving right there. <laughs> right. And I, and I think that's the, one of the tricky parts about being human is, is accepting responsibility for the things that we don't like, that it's mm. easy or easier to look at something that we love and and lavish it with love and appreciation and praise. But when it comes to something we don't like, we'd rather blame somebody else for that. So I think that's the one of the one of the tricks of humanity is to be able to um, find a way to take responsibility and take credit for everything that happens in your life, mm -hmm. not just the bad, not just the good stuff. Yeah, and so when you take responsibility for something you created that you don't really enjoy, <laughs> then how do you manage to? keep on feeling good anyways like is there anything you do in in your own uh you know life that could help others around that well i think i think kind of getting rid of the word responsibility because i think that has a real heavy feel to it and i do like the word taking credit for everything that's happened 
and recognizing mm -hmm. that I chose at some level, I chose whatever is happening. And so I can take that and go, okay, I chose this. There must be a good reason that I chose this or I wouldn't have chosen it. And so what can I do to, um, to appreciate myself for that? And so again, kind of taking it back to the appreciation, what can I get out of this? What can I find in this circumstance that um, may have a miracle waiting for me in it? Yeah. And how can I own it? You know, because sometimes it's something that you don't really like about yourself that could be maybe kind of a, a dark side of yourself, but that is Absolutely. right there. So how can I own it and still feel that it's part of me and that I, I, I want to be appreciating that part also, that contrasting part, you know? And I think that comes back to the whole topic of worthiness, that how do I see myself on a daily basis? Do I see myself as someone who's worthy of the love of source and the love of myself? Um, and if I can keep myself focused on that, then I have, I'm going to have what I need to get through my day and to be able to feel good about myself. Yeah, exactly. So tell me, um, how did this uh, hot seat help you? Do you remember if it brought something completely different in your life? Is there any or maybe another hot seat that you went to and then afterwards you really saw like a big change in your life? Did this ever happen for you? I think probably the biggest one that I have a little bit of a history with is that when I was working with the crisis line here in Phoenix, Arizona, I asked Abraham if um, suicide was a response to the call of source. And they said yes. And then they continued on with their um, with their explanation of it. And I was able to take a lot of that and really incorporate that into the work that I did at the time on the crisis line and working with people who were feeling suicidal or homicidal and just recognizing that they're in a place of power and that they get to choose how what they're going to do, that I don't have any control over it, um, but that they that it's understandable why they feel the way they feel. So I would say that's probably the most impactful uh, hot seats that, um, segment that I've been involved in that I can that I remember. Mm. And then it changed your way of seeing your own work and people with whom you were working, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the callers to our crisis line, it really helped me put it into a different frame of reference and see it in a light that works well. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So that's what I love about the teachings of Abraham. Also, it brings us to change our way of seeing things, our, our perspective. And this has an impact on our environment. So people with whom we uh, we work, we live, we, you know, and this is the most interesting thing. That's what I find for myself. Absolutely. It's 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 a it's it's solid work and it stands up to the test of time all the time. Uh, you just yeah. you, can, you can even go back to some of the oldest recordings that you can find and it's still going to hold up in uh, whatever way you want, you are approaching it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh, I just enjoyed that conversation so much, Scott. Thank you so much. Thank I'm you. wondering if I see we have a comment here from Loretta that says the great topic. So thank you so much, Loretta, for that. We don't have no questions. So I think okay. we were going to just wrap up right there. You're my last guest on worthiness. 
And okay. uh, so I've had like four conversations with different hot seaters. And uh, it all comes back to, you know, feeling the love within being tuned in to love. Correct. <laughs> and this is really how we can uh, be connected to our own worthiness and then, you know, be in relations with others and know that we are worthy enough. So just before we have a comment from Kevin also, Kevin Young, I remember the, let me put my glasses. I'm sorry, this is too small for me. I remember the crisis line segment and it affected my work as well. I really appreciate the work you're doing, Scott. Oh, thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you, yeah. Kevin. Yeah. So once again, thank you, Scott. It was fun to have you on this uh, little discussion about worthiness. I really appreciate so. Thanks for asking me. It's been a lot of fun. Yourself. Good. Thanks for being there. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye now. Bye. So thanks to all of you for being uh, tuned in to those fun conversations with hot seaters. I really appreciate your comments also. So yes, and your questions whenever you have some. Um, so we'll see, I'll see you next week, next Monday. And uh, we'll be talking about another topic. If ever you want to see all the conversations that are coming, well, you can visit the website, www.hotseaters.com. So until next week, have fun. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this fun conversation with this magnificent hot seater. If so, feel free to join us on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram. Until next time, have fun.